0: Welcome back to Turf Talk. My name's Lewis Tomlinson and well, it only took us six days to get a classic this season. We had to wait for it, but it delivered. What a weekend of action we've had at Newmarket, some tidy stuff at Lingfield, Newcastle and Haydock as well. And here to help me dissect all the action is the big man, Mr. James Watson. How are you doing, pal?
1: Yeah, doing great. Uh, The sun's beginning to peak out in sunny Lancashire uh, after a, a miserable couple of days. And I'm looking forward to reviewing this weekend.
0: Yeah, it's always sunny in Yorkshire, mate. Always sunny over here. Uh, It wasn't quite so sunny down in Newmarket, but I'm sure it would have been for everyone at Kings Clear. On Saturday night, they took the first classic of the season, the 2000 Guineas, with Cameco Jim. Impressive performance from Qatar Racing's Superstar.
1: Yeah, did it very, very well. Um, interesting I didn't know before this camco is Japanese for a baby turtle I, I found that fascinating um, but that's that proves my excitement in lockdown so far um, fascinating fascinating race we saw over the couple of days and I'm sure we'll touch on it upon it before in all the races the serious well I think there was a serious advantage to being up front uh on on the straight course at Newmarket. Um, It it was clear to see there were a lot of front runners that were kicking on. And I think everyone had that in their mind at Newmarket for the Guineas, that you're going to need to be up front and be fairly, with a fair bit of pace up front. And it was clear to see that I think there was a serious pace meltdown. Um, Kamiko came from off the pace. We saw he travelled strongly, he was in midfield. uh, And we said that we could see him running stay staying on third to to be looking forward to the derby, however uh, it looked like that stamina seriously kicked in in, in the final furlong and he looked the finished product uh, having question marks over him with his legs last season and, and whether he was just quite right to uh, for running at Newmarket, I didn't think he'd developed as much uh, and he, he's won the 2000 guineas impressively I think he's, he's hung away across the track and and put up a serious performance against Wichita and Pinatubo who were backing behind. Um, I thought, I thought Wichita for Ditori and Cormor were coming to win the race. My eyes were directly drawn to him, uh, coming in the, the final two furlong. He, he, I always fancied and thought that Pinatubo was not really, I what don't want to say not traveling, but he wasn't, he didn't have the same exuberance, if that's a word, as normal. Um, he never sort of carried his swagger as much as what he used to. Like we saw in the duo. He, normally he just sort of got niggled along a bit early on. And I, I just never thought he was really in the race. And i um I've probably rated Pinatubo up a bit more in my opinion. I thought he was either going to be a runaway winner or a, or a non-staying or pathetic 11th or 12th or somewhere around there. Um, I didn't expect him, if he was to be beat, I wasn't expecting him to be in the first three. He ran a lot better than I were expecting, uh, and I don't think everyone should be all down on him after this
0: performance. No, I I agree with a lot of what you said about Pinatubo there, mate. Retains his ability as a high-class horse. Don't think he ever looked particularly like winning the race at any stage. No. You know, I I wanted him to win the race, but at no point was I ever confident and ever thinking he's got this in the bag. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like you said there with the winner, Jim Camico, interesting pedigree, pedigree, son of Kitten's Joy out of a Rock of Gibraltar mare. We made we made a lot of a a lot of discussion about how his dirt pedigree and how good he looked. Back on the all weather and whilst, especially on our season preview, whilst all three of us, myself, you and Liam, all agreed that we'd like Kamiko as a horse, we didn't particularly think he was a Guinea's type. I think he'll be better over further in time, mate, but he doesn't appeal to me as a prospect for Epsom. No.
1: Um yeah, looking at him now, he doesn't for me really either. I think a mile and two might be clear cut for him. Um... I've been with the opinion, as, you, as you've mentioned, that one mile far will probably be his trip. Um, if he does go to the Derby, which is more than likely, because uh, I think three-year-olds can't go to the Coral Eclipse this year, can they? No. Um, it's logical, isn't it? For, if you win the Guineas and you know that you, there's a possibility that you'll stay, you might as well go for it, mightn't you? Um, as you've mentioned, out kittens, join and rocker Gibraltar um, doesn't scream stamina, uh, but I'm sure he'd get the one now far, but I'd be, probably be looking to take him on once again if he was to go to the derby, even though he has won this impressively.
0: Yeah, there's reasons to mark it up as well, isn't there, because he's far from the finished products, he was better than he was last year, a hell of a lot more organised, but he does drift yeah. quite markedly in the closing stages, carries military march a little bit off the true line as well for a period of time before he gets ahead of that one you you think we've not quite seen the ceiling of this horse yet
1: yeah that that'd be for sure uh he still looks he looked really raw didn't he uh, as he was passing the line and, and as soon as uh, after the race on the sunday on luck on sunday uh andrew balding's wife was filming him just having a pick of grass and he's the most laid back thing ever and when i've watched him race i i don't think he's the like the easiest to Probably be riding in there. He always looks like he's trying to be a bit of a bio and mess around with the jockey and try and make him work work for his money. Um, but he's as calm as anything back back at his home. Um, and also that she's mentioned that he was out of. She was they moved him to Don Juan Triumphant stable. So it's it's a bit lucky that Group One stable.
0: Happy days worth noting down. Then who's, whoever occupies that stable next. Wichita Jim, well supported on the day under Franke. Good performance from him again. Again, I I kind of feel with Wichita. He looks like he'd be better over slightly further, even though his pedigree is speed, speed, speed. Yeah, um, that I think that this
1: was a common theme in the whole of this year's Guineas. It was either a there was I didn't see any horse as a standout miler. Like they were either. Six furlong horses, or there are there a mile and two plus horses. Um, well,
0: would, would Pinatubo not not apply to him? You'd, I'd, I'd definitely be wanting to keep him at a mile or go back to seven. You know. Yeah. Mile. I, I, I said on Twitter, I think the Prix Jean Pratt, if the borders are open for that, you know, three-year-old seven furlongs in France, two down, hot won it last season after a, you know a similarly, arguably disappointing start to the season. That would be Pinatubo's to lose.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Seven furlong for Pinatubo, I think, will be no problem. Um, I I don't have a problem with him being back at a mile. No, he is a miler. Yeah. um, I feel like seven furlong might be more to his optimum than a mile. But I I still don't have an issue with it. Uh, Wichita, I couldn't make a case for him at all in this. Um, You've said that... uh, these horses had to progress a whole lot more to get, get past Pinatubo. And I'd sort of warmed to the idea of that with the Dewars, that Arizona and Wichita have been beaten by him comfortably before. He's going to have to improve again to get past him. And I don't, I don't quite know. I don't know if Pinatubo stayed the same or Wichita has progressed past him and, Pin, uh, and Pinatubo has come backwards. What do you think on that?
0: Uh my opinion on Pinatubo's level was that was as good as his Dewhurst win. Definitely a level below what he did at the cutter, arguably a level below what he did at Goodwood, but probably about as good as his Dewhurst win. which has come forward, he was, you know, fairly lightly raced as a two-year-old, and a lot of his runs came in a quick uh space of time at the back end of the season. You know, he he made his debut late August. And then he was—it was pretty much running every fortnight. Yeah. His four runs were spaced into, you know, a month and a half. Yeah. So there was reasons to expect him him to improve more. i i didn't actually mention this on the podcast, and it does sound a little bit time, But I'd have, I'd have been, i i would have been—I expected Wichita to improve more from two to three than I did Arizona. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, definitely. Ari, Arizona's price was based entirely on rumors.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's your own um, driving. He, he's sacking. Get him gone straight away.
0: You know, there 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 were reasons in the form book to expect Wichita to come forward more from two to three than there were for Arizona. Yeah. You know, and and that's what's happened. Camico, I I mean I, I mean I was just ridiculously impressed. His his two year old form would have had him in the best three of these. Yeah, for sure. And he's improved from two to three. Better, you know. Better than anyone, so fair play to him. He's a proper serious horse like you. I'd love to see him over 10 furlongs. I wonder, what what is the first open age 10 furlong group one of the season? It'll be the Judmont, won't it?
1: Yeah, that'd be fascinating.
0: That'll be a very, very tidy race for him. Anything else in the 2000 you want to mention, Jim? I like Military March. He ran well. I like Juan El Carmo, He ran well. And you like Starcat, who did well to finish seventh on only his second start.
1: Yeah, uh, I think the first seven are all very decent types. Uh, I was a big fan of Military Military March going into the race, and he certainly hasn't put me off him. Looking forward to the Derby. I think he he goes into the race with a serious serious chance. I just don't think he was quick enough to just get to accelerate to get to him. Um, but he he looked a picture in the paddock, he was, was probably the one I was most impressed with Military March um, Ken Ross, my selection um, yeah, I was slightly disappointed, I'm not going to lie uh, I thought he'd be a bit closer however I think he just needs a bit more experience, um, a prep race would have been perfect for him, get a grade uh, three under his belt straight away and then go and kick onto the guineas probably would have been better for him however that wasn't a thing and uh, he's coming to this after two runs and he's not exactly embarrassed himself in sixth he, I've now come to the idea with you Lewis and you've been right all along which is very rare that I agree with you in <laughs> saying this I think he does want a bit further I don't think he's quick enough for a mile
0: no I yeah, just just kind of felt he's, he just doesn't quite have the he can, he can travel at an alright pace through an all right period of time over the mile until they really start turning the screws on. And that's when he's almost, That's when you'd be wanting to see him over 10. I think he retains a hell of a lot of potential, mate, but I think I have him slightly lower on the pecking order than you do at this stage.
1: Yeah. Um, he just didn't have the speed to get through the same gaps that Kimiko, uh, Kamiko uh, got, got through because he was right next to him the whole way through. Uh, he just got a little nudge again off Tamako and he was all at sea once again. I, do, I, I just want him to run a straight, clean race, no interference, and see how he goes, because I think he'd have finished a bit closer. And Starcat, who i give a brief mention, he's excelled himself in this. I, I was impressed by him. Um, he still didn't look the finished article. Uh, it was only his second start, and I'm sure there's, there's wins under his belt for Huey Morrison. Uh, he, he, was, he was sort of on the wrong side of the track. Uh, As the race progressed, he sort of panned out over to the far side instead of being on the near side rail. I don't think that would have necessarily helped him, but I I still think there's a lot of progression to come from him. Um, That's all I've really got to say. Kenzai Warrior blew his chances at the start. Uh, It's sad for connections, but they'll live to fight another day. They'll probably go St. James's Palace.
0: Yeah, we we like Kenzai Warrior on this pod, don't we, Jim? We didn't didn't quite think he was up to this level but he is a horse we both have a fair amount of time for Uh, as as we move on to the 1,000 guineas I hope you all followed Watson in even though he didn't tell us she was available at 20s when he backed her well was it 20s Jim or was it 300s is it Paisley Park all over again
1: it was 300s if if we remember rightly
0: and he's going to spend the Watson millions what are you spending the Watson millions on
1: um I don't know, my life's a bit boring at the minute. Probably <laughs> probably some plants. I've been I've been growing my own herbs in my garden and that does not make me a drug dealer. I've grown some some oregano, some coriander, uh, some parsley. So I'll probably i probably spend it on tending my crops.
0: <laughs> That's how boring my life is. You could have bought sceptical with how much money you won. A <laughs> fucking oh, love at such a big price, what a star. He was on Monday. He goes to the King's Stad next. But Jim, I tell you what, mate, I absolutely love everything about this filet I'm not even me- not meaning that as a rubbish pun, of which they were about 20 on, you know, 20 million on Twitter. The Racing Post went for "Love Conquers All," uh, but just everything about her is bloody likable, and she's and in the end, mate, she's fairly bolted up here.
1: She, that, that's the only way to put it, she has bolted up. Um, if you took that third at Newmarket in the Phillies' mail out of her form, she'd have been joint favourite with Quadrilateral.
0: Would she? Yeah, because she just won a group one more, glare. I disagree. Really? I disagree completely. The fact that she was, you know, even last week when we did our season preview, which was only nine days before she was still available at double figure prices she and we both we all said she's unsexy mate up until this performance really she is unsexy and i don't think she goes off favorite without running in the Phillies mile quadrilaterals three out of three unbeaten a group one winner the last time that's what people look at and are drawn into rather than you know a sort of solid being there done that got the t-shirt being about a bit and being beaten Sort of yeah. I like, You know, I don't think she goes off favourite ever. Well, in, in my opinion.
1: Um, um, well, she's done this superbly well, hasn't she? Um, once again, the pace. Uh, they looked like you wanted to be up front on that Sunday. There was a lot of pace from the front, and Ryan Moore just angled her out on the far side, uh, on the nearest side to us. Sorry. Uh, let the race develop, and he was always travelling the, the best throughout them all. Um he come to the two furlong pole absolutely cantering and he shook her up and she's game as anything. She's put her head down and she's excelled away from the field. Um she's a very straightforward, likable sort. Um pretty as well to look at. Do you not think yes. she's she's pretty you know, when you just look at one and just think, God, you're pretty and, and that's what she is. It's superb. I could, I thought um a couple of oh, six, seven weeks ago, whenever I backed her, I thought, surely she can't, she's got to be there or thereabouts in the in the field, and she's demolished the field. Um, typical Aidan O'Brien, strong campaign as a two year old. She's come out and she's replenished what she's done as a three year old, and superb. Aidan O'Brien, absolute genius of a man, and that's all I've got to say. I, I also think, as well, good ground's the key. I don't think she's, she want anything more than good to soft. Because I'm not making excuses for in the Phillies mile, but that was on good to soft. And that was, although it was a good performance, it probably didn't see to her best. Her action doesn't strike me as anything that wants rain. And if, if that is looking forward to the Oaks, there, might, there could be a bit of rain from now till the Oaks. That would be a bit of a worry, but it'd have to be a severe downpour, like enables you.
0: Yeah, I understand that, mate. She's done it really well. i just got the stats up here of Aidan O'Brien's past guineas winners. Like I say, it's it's a sort of unsexy profile that does well in this race, especially from Barley Doyle. 36 runs as juveniles across his six winners. Uh, So on on average, that's around six. And only 14 wins between them going into the guineas. You know, so what what's that on average? Just up, just over two, around two and a half, just below two and a half actually, isn't it? So you look at that and that's that's a sort of record that does well. Homecoming Queen had thirteen starts as a juvenile. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As a juvenile, but before the Guineas, I think she ran in a trial, actually. But it's 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 something worth bearing in mind looking at these Phillies classics that quite often the market is taken in by the likes of quadrilateral, who don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, has <laughs> <laughs> as, as ran a really nice race here, but uh, I, I just I, I am I'm very very much taken by this filler. Uh and it means we can get another Love Island reference into the podcast as well. After I got a text one on Super. Friday, for Archie Watson. Of course, is if any listeners thought we were going to try and ignore it, even though it's not on this summer, you don't know as well enough by now.
1: As well, yeah. there, was a, there was a horse last night, or was it yesterday, called Breakfast Club. Now, if you watch the last series of of, of uh, Love Island, you remember Breakfast Club.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only thing me, me and Jim have in common, racing, football, on Love Island, and you can just you <laughs> can shut us up for years about it. Uh, of the beaten horses then, Jim, I guess it does sound obvious, but the one you'd take out would be quadrilateral, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, of course. Um on on our preview for the uh with Liam early on, we we were all singing praises of of quadrilateral over a mile, but it's clear that quadrilateral will want further now. Um still but, but big big worry about that. She was far too keen. Um I think she'll improve for this one. settle down a bit. Um, she's kept on even though she was keen. Just clear stamina there. Um I think Quadrilateral will certainly have a won. I don't think Quadrilateral will be beaten by Love that far in the Oaks.
0: They're the two leading three-year-old fillies at this stage, though by some distance. Not being harsh on Cloak of Spirits, but if if, if you were to give me a match over a mile between Cloak of Spirits and Quadrilateral, I'd be with the Charlton filler.
1: Yeah, I think I would be as well. Uh, but uh,
0: Cloak of Spirits hasn't run bad at
1: all. I know that they, they favoured a front. Runner and she she led most of the way, but she she didn't back down from the rest of the field as soon as love passed. She still carried on rallying gamely on the far side, and I won't I won't be as down on cloak of Spirits as possibly you are. Um, well you aren't down, but you you the way that you think that Quadrilateral will be better, which is clear to see. Um, final song and Romsey have run outstanding at big prices. Um final song strongly campaigned uh, in mid down early season uh, and also had a run out in the Saudi Derby uh, which the second horse awesome in that came out and won at the weekend so that's proving not to be bad form uh, Romsey uh, was not refused to buy for 800 guineas and, and then picked up for 800 guineas which has turned out to be an absolute steal uh, by I'm sure there'll be races to be won with her um, I put her in my tracker when she was third at Windsor I always like a Huey Morrison debutant when, whenever they win they're always special uh, or you see him running on third because he never got ready, and that's n- nothing against him he, he always tries to improve his horses for the next run and that's when you catch them right but whenever they do run well on debut I always take note and, and she's didn't, I, I didn't even realise she was in the race to be brutally honest um and she's ran well fascinating race uh milisle was prominent and just didn't stay. Do you agree
0: thing is mate, she was never really in a position you know it's it's an awkward one with her i i i do think yes w- probably didn't stay, but I don't think she ran a race either yeah
1: yeah. Uh, you could also say that put a line for a raffle prize, missed a star. Some serious, serious money came for a raffle prize before the off. How was she went, she went 9 to 2 raffle prize. She was 20s the night before. Someone really fancied the years off her out there uh, and she collapsed out the stalls. She's never good to see uh, for backers of her. So, yeah, fascinating race. Great to finish the weekend with a 1,000 guineas winner. It's very rare I have a 1,000 guineas winner. I was trying to think back to when the last time I had a winner uh, in the race. And I-, I was struggling. I was going back a few years. Uh,
0: let's just have a look. Uh... I had I had, had Lauren's when she was second because I was seeing her last call, Lauren, at the time. And I thought it were all, you know, I was showing it and going, look, look at what I'm doing for you. How romantic is this? But really, it was just because I fancied the ears off the horse.
1: I think I was probably Blue Bunting
0: Blue Bunting, legend I'm going
1: back a fair few years for that, Um, she was a superstar, and I'm just watching this race at Chelmsford, and any fans of Atletico Mints will know that today there is a horse running called Cappacuchu or or something like that, and it has just hosed up at Chelmsford uh, in a two-year race I hope Bob Mortimer wrong. I'm not a listener of Atletico Mints, but uh, apparently it's very, very good. Um, you see him pop up, it's called Camper Choo Choo, and it's just won at 9 2 for David O'Mara. So, well done to them. Slight sidetrack,
0: yeah. Back on to the a uh, thousand goodies. Although, Athletic or mince is good, I'll give you that, pal. Uh, I, we put a poll up on Sunday night asking who we thought was the likeliest Epsom winner out of the two Guineas winners and the two uh, trial winners at Lingfield. And the results were absolutely emphatically in love's favour, 56% of the vote. And she is now favourite to make it two classics, Jim. Is she the one we have got to beat?
1: She's certainly the one you've got to beat, isn't she? Um, that, that was very, very impressive. Uh, six to four for the Oaks is, is probably the best I've seen. Um she's been put in the ledger as well for twelve to one. That that could be a real stretch. Uh when what was the last horse to do, the Phillies treble? Uh so sharp. sharp. Um I, I don't think stamina's that strong, but it, that'd certainly be interesting. Um she's she's just likable, isn't she? And the, the sky's the limit with her.
0: Yeah, lovely, lovely filly. Whilst we're on the free rolls, Jim, do we want to talk about the Derby trials we've seen this weekend and the Oaks trials? Yeah, Max as well. So we'll move to Lingfield back on Friday where we saw the emphatic performance of English King, now bang up there in the market for the Derby for Ed Walker, toyed with Berkshire Rocco before pouncing. Jim, this looks like a very, very smart horse.
1: Uh, he certainly does. I, I wouldn't quite. Be going into him as as much as other people are. People waxing lyrical of him, saying, oh, what a superb performance!" I know we saw the winner of the Derby come from this trial last year. However, the quality of the race is, is not that good. Um, I, I know I tied with Berkshire, Rock who had some decent form last year, um, but I, I was impressed with the way. It, English King travelled, I was impressed with when he pressed the button, how he accelerated however I do think the pace of the race just sort of got a bit too much early on, they started taking each other on far too early, they were kicking for home with about four four furlong to go Uh, give Tom Marquand a perfect lead into the race superb ride by him, once again he's certainly an up and coming champion jockey surely Um, and he he did win comfortably English King and he's been axed to about 6-1 to one for the for the derby um, but I, I couldn't be having anything on him at that price for the derby if I'm being honest um, you know what I thought after the race Lewis God on Bob. I thought St. Ledger <laughs> I can oh, see I, that I, I didn't think I think the derby might I know this might sound stupid but it might just come slightly too quickly for him he, he doesn't strike me as a horse that will take racing well and consistently um he's quite a big compact made uh colt so i I feel like the St. ledger would probably be more of interest to me than the derby he's i think he stays very strongly um he's he's out of cam a lot isn't he um so I i don't think there'd be an issue with stamina on that side um and it's another one that we see that's one come from Newmark uh, that's come from Newcastle um progress through the ranks, which that seems to be the track to get your maiden winner.
0: Yeah, and in, in the Phillies gym, Miss Yoda would have been lots of opportunities for her to get beat in this gym. I ended up doing it quite well for Rab Havlin. I like this.
1: Yeah, so did I. Very, very likable she is. <laughs> Do you like what I did there? <laughs> likeable she is. Um Sorry, that was that was my Yoda impression. Um, she she got upset early on in the stalls, didn't she? Uh, she was very slow away, far too keen. lewis stop laughing. Um, and yeah, they got racing early on once again, which seems to be the common thing at Lingfield. Uh, and she had everything went wrong for her. Rabarlene, beautiful ride. He gave her all the time that she needed and she she kept on well on the outside and led towards the finish and and just got on top of Golden Lips and West End girl was flying as well late on. Um, She's really, really likeable. Um, She had good form from last season. She was two out of two until um, finishing second behind Max Vader in the Zetland. Uh, That form's obviously taken a question mark, however. Um, However, the third was behind Barcher Rocco in the... uh, Third, Berkshire Rocco was second to English King, so the Farm line between them two. Uh, but this was impressive. I don't think she'll be winning the, the Oaks, but she's a likeable filly with races to be picked up with this season.
0: Yeah, good analysis there, uh, Jim. It's just a shame it was preceded by another podcast low point. Uh,
1: <laughs> I want not say that. I'm, I've never even watched Star Wars as well. No, me neither. I just see me, them me, people, them people who are them standing statues absolutely fascinate me. I always see yodas that are sat on sticks and I'm going, how how are you doing that? You, you must have a stick stuck up your backside. It absolutely fascinates me. Sorry, I'm digressing again.
0: <laughs> oh my days, mate. It's down taking its toll, hasn't it, Paul?
1: But he, I've started gardening. And now I'm obsessed with st- people who are statues. I, what is my life coming to? I need to go outside and do some physical activity.
0: <laughs> if you want, if you want to get some sort of Star Wars type vibe, mate, go for a wander around Hebden Bridge.
1: <laughs> oh, trust me. From my just, early well, years of, of
0: living in Halifax,
1: um, I, I've been brought up to know what Hebden Bridge is all about.
0: And keeping on the topic of Derby Trials, we'll move back over to what we saw at Newmarket over the weekend. And pop! That's the sound of the vault Connig bubble being burst. Jim Mishriff winning the Newmarket stakes. Again, unsexy, solid. But he's d- done, it, done it really well, mate. <laughs> what is has his podcast gone to, That is
1: the worst pop sound I have ever heard, ever. You it's rubbish. Pop- you you do do I'm trying to do that thing with my mouth, but it makes me sound like I'm eating my head against my mic. Um, yeah, again, unsexy Mishrif stable companion and won this really well. I, I've mentioned uh, the Saudi Derby previously to this, and he finished second to that with David Egan on board again. He, he struck up a good partnership with Mishrif now. Um, I didn't even give him a, I didn't even give him a look, um, and how disrespectful of me I I thought it was um, Wolconig's race to lose Uh, and he he just looked very green Wolconig didn't he Um, I I feel like he just got a bit tired coming on uh, and he'll certainly improve for that run I wouldn't be all that down on him yet
0: Uh, he he remains a lovely prospect he's just not going to win a Derby.
1: Yeah, he's just not going to win the Derby. I see him like, like his brother progressing into his four-year-old career. Um, I, I, I think all he's not lost with Paul Connig. He was never really on terms with any of the field. Mishriff, he's got a really daisy-cutting action, hasn't he? His head's almost on the ground. Uh, fascinating to watch. Um, but very impressive performance from Mishriff. Do I see him winning the Derby? No, I don't. Um mm-hmm. He's as short as twelve, so I think there's sixteens around about him. But um, at this moment in time, he's not for me.
0: No, he's, he's he's done it. He's he's done it nicely, but you'd you'd be thinking there should be a couple better than him. You'd be a bit disappointed if there wasn't. Not wanting yeah. to sound ash. Uh, and the Pretty Polly run wild, Jim.
1: Yeah, devastating ride by O'Sheen Murphy. He's been seen to full effect this weekend. Uh, and that's why he's the champion jockey. Uh, absolutely great ride on Run Wild. Um, again, she didn't exactly have the flashiest of profiles, did she? Um, but she's she's won the race very
0: well. Um, big form boost for Born with Pride. Um, yeah, well I'm going to say mate, a, two, a two-year-old form stacks up really quite nicely, actually. You know, she was she wasn't miles off winning the May Hill. Yeah, and you know, and and in a race that arguably didn't go to plan for her in the in the Montrose, which Born With Pride won, she she ran respectably there, mate. She was she's a fairly decent filler
1: Yeah, maybe the fact that she'd only had one win under her belt and she'd been sort of you'd expected her to kick on a bit more in the mail I'd I'd have liked her to be closer, but the form of that I think is rock solid. Um. I'm talking rubbish, mostly. It was a very, very good ride by O'Shea Murphy, and that's how we won the race. Um, I uh, I backed in the race. Queen Daenerys, she's a horse I quite like. Um, she didn't run that badly. when went six in the Phillies mile last season. Um, I think a different race, a different track. I think she's a horse to take out of this race as well. She's a horse I very, very like, uh, much like, but take nothing away from Run Wild. She's very impressive.
0: We'll move up to the older horses, pal, and going back to Friday, the Group 1, the Coronation Cup. And Gaeaf, mate, when he's good, he's very, very good. And he was very, very good on Friday.
1: Oh, for sure he was. This was, this was arguably the performance of the weekend, in my opinion. Um, very, very, very good ride from William Buick. The sectionals on that race were unreal. Uh, they went a fair clip, and he, he just never stopped, did he? And I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure that he was in the, it coming to the uh to the two pole because Anthony Van Dyke I knew was come home strongly, but Gayath carried on galloping out in front. Really, really good performance. I hope you're all on the on the forecast as well that I tipped up. Oh yeah, twelve to one. It's very rarely that I get something right on this podcast, uh, and and this time I was. Um, very, very rock-solid form. Stradivarius in thirds. He's ran well enough. Uh, just stout paced. We all knew that he wasn't going to uh, keep up with most of these. And Gayath didn't look look behind him. He just went straight ahead, bang, and he was gone. Um, very, very impressive. And that tees up perfectly for a Coral Eclipse challenge against Enable over a mile and two, which I think Gayath will be a lot better over a mile and two.
0: Do you mean I, I I kind of like the way how he's able to stretch out over over uh, over twelve? Y- do you know what I mean? I kind of feel like the rhythm of a race over further suits him more than one where others are going to be going quicker over ten. Do you, do you kind of get yeah. where I'm coming from with yeah.
1: that? I can understand what you mean. Uh, I just feel like that over. A mile and a mile and two, he'll be able to use his pace even more and, and set even quicker fractionals and get him off the bridle even earlier. Um, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that prospect. Um, I'd love to know how they're going to market the race up because they're going to have to sort of have an able favourite, aren't they, really, in front of Gareth? I know she's won fresh before, but she's getting on a bit. She's going. Gareth's had a run. She's going to have to... Have a wits about her on debut this season. Jim,
0: what 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 would you if you if I asked you to accurately put a mark on gayoff what would you what would you give him? God. Um.
1: Uh, uh, what's he worn that off? One, two, six.
0: Yeah, his rating rating going into that were one, two, six.
1: 6 yeah, I'd sort of keep him around there. Um, I'd probably mark him up a pound or two for that. Probably one, two, eight.
0: That's fair, mate. And is he a horse you ever will fully trust? Oh, I trust him now. Do Uh, you? Yeah.
1: I I think the fact that now he's gone into his five-year-old career, Charlie Appleby was saying how he used to struggle after one of his races and he'd take a while to get back to himself, even though he'd, he'd, he'd do too much. Um. And now that I think he only lost two or three kilos, I think, which apparently for him was very good. Um, and it's I, I think he's a different horse now as a five-year-old, and I, I trust him more on his next start. I don't, I don't, I can't remember when the Eclipse is. The calendar's gone all over me. I don't know anything anymore. Um, but I, I think keep him off till now. Only lightly work him, and, I, and I'm sure that he'll give Enable a serious challenge.
0: Oh, I I don't know how much I'd agree with you there, mate. Ooh. A, a, against a better field than this. I like, don't get me wrong. This 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 was an all right grade one. Not a bad one, and not an absolutely world class one, but it was an all right grade one. This was an all right grade
1: one. Are you group, saying that? Good one, sorry. Yeah, it was. Anthony Van Dyke won the Derby last year. Stradivarius was. How many
0: times? How many times has Anthony Van Dyke been beaten since winning the Derby? There's been excuses. I know, but Jimmy, had, you know, this wasn't a clash of ages. The Coronation <laughs> Cup, in fact, more often than not, takes this sort of shape.
1: Before well, won the race last year. I, I'm, I'm not having this was a weak or a, a mere Group One. This
0: wasn't was a proper Group one. one. It was a May Group One, Jim. It was the second fav, Jim. is a horse who, uh, you know, whose best form comes over a mile further. I, I'm not
1: having. I'm not having it was a mere Group One. This was a proper Group One. No With mate. Group one, one horse is running it, and that's what stood out for me.
0: No, Stradivarius is not a group one horse over a mile and a half. Never has been, never will be. The, yep. the, the, there were two group one horses in this race, Geoff well, and, we'll, and Dyke, and then we'll, the see. One.
1: we'll find that we'll find that out at the end of the season when he finishes in front in the arc.
0: <laughs> that was another question I was gonna I was gonna leave to you, but I I just want to just make a little bit of my point about Gayoff. Again, he's at I don't know how one dimensional is he
1: I think he's quite well, one dimensional
0: <laughs> yeah because when when he was challenged in the Ghana last season you know you'll you you re watch that race and he's he's having to go up there with study of man and he's it it doesn't suit him I'm just not sure whether he's he's a one trick pony but just the world's best one trick pony
1: yeah um I agree with you, but I I, and I do think good grounds are key to him. I think he wants rat- rattly. I want. I think he wants to hear his feet rattle. Um, I'm not entirely sure he's in love with a soft surface, um, which so so people were saying they'd like to see him in the arc, but I am not a hundred percent sure about that. Maybe go for uh, the Hong Kong thingy. What's it called? The Vars. The Hong Kong Vars or something like that. Um, tight track get to the front and lead all the way I think that would be certainly up his street or go to America um, there's, there's plenty of multinational group ones that you could go to and I'd probably aim aiming for more than that I'd be more impressed if he go to Hong Kong and, and win the race than go to the uh, can run third for example
0: nice performance in behind from AVD Jim which we both have quite a lot of time for and I think he's well up to another group on this season
1: yeah, so do I. I, I. I'm also of the opinion that I think he's more, could be more of a cup horse. Uh, I would quite like to see him step up in trip to two mile. I, won't, I wouldn't be awfully put off with that.
0: Um, well, well, that that would that, be even that'd make even David Redvers' comments about the Derby even worse, wouldn't they? First, <laughs> David Redvers saying, "Oh, the Derby isn't sexy to breeders," and then last year's Derby winner ends up as a cup horse. Jesus Christ, Epson would be crying.
1: I not know it's mental isn't it it's like with Crystal Ocean being a, a national sire. that's mental um, but I, I, Anthony Van Dijk's ran outstandingly well uh, he'll be consistent this season he'll be campaigned toughly uh, and yeah 10 out of 10 to him keep going to Anthony you'll win a group one
0: yeah it is a horse I do have a hell of a lot of time for I'd, I would enjoy him going over cup trips. It'd, it'd be hilarious to me because he's a bad, he's out of an exceed and XL mate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Imagine exceed and XL appearing in the pedigree of a cup horse. Brilliant stuff. Uh, also on the Friday Jim, I mentioned on the season preview that I kind of felt the six furlong division was ripe for something to come from a handicap company or from left field. And really... Really I've really take up the opportunity to be one of the division's leaders and win group ones this season. And Oxted looked like he could be the man for the job, mate. Impressive in winning the Abernett.
1: Yeah, he was very impressive. He, he was fairly keen as well early on, um, given a superb ride by Kieran Fallon. He's riding out of his skin at the minute. Um, again, favoured to be up front with the pace. Uh, my strong selection in Prando, very disappointing. Um... Apologies to Amy Ryan. Uh, apologies Timmy Ryan you you know a lot more than me uh, which was quite obvious to everyone that knew that previously um showed absolute speed oxted and, and finished out the race out very very well I do have question marks about this form everyone were waxing lyrical about oxted breathtaking look finishing second really mm, not not entirely sure about that um she progressing but t- t- t shouldn't have been that I, I, it was a bit of a mare race in my opinion um, Brando yeah, disappointed probably because Brando disappointed but it was it's a funny race to work out I, 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 I was impressed with Oxted, but I wouldn't be going into him on next time stepping up in grade
0: Fair enough mate I think that's a fairly reasonable uh, way to put it keeping up the strip, sprint trips Jim on Saturday how impressive was far above
1: yeah, he was, he was very, very impressive. He was slow away, wasn't he? Uh, and then absolutely niggled along by PJ MacDonald, and he, and he quickened up nicely to take the lead and and challenged for the lead against Ornate, and Ornate is one of the quickest horses in trading. I'm, I'm 100% sure over about three furlong. Uh, and he absolutely held up with him, and, and he carried on going from the front. Very, very impressive. Um, he's a horse that doesn't take his racing very well. Apparently, he was still sore, I an article in the racing post this morning from the weekend, which isn't good to hear because there was, there was quotes of him going for the Diamond Jubilee or the King stand at uh, right Ascot. But his racing manager said on ITV that it was a definite no. Um, he wasn't going to go that way because, uh, as you can see in his profile, he doesn't take his racing that well. Uh, but very, very good performance. I'm sure there'll be races to be won with him later on in the year. Over five and six furlongs. I, I wouldn't quite rule out six furlongs just yet. Um,
0: but, yeah, fascinating. I think he's a likely a group home of the season than Lockstead.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Keeping at new market on the Saturday, Jim, you were very, very keen on Terra Bellum and she got the job done for you.
1: Yeah, um, thankfully, after the disappointment of Brando, um, Terra didn't didn't disappoint for... Frankie and uh, Johnny G. Um, there's, there's been the question marks about the colour changes in the last couple of days in an article in The Guardian. If I speak, I get in trouble. <laughs> um, she's now wearing the Godolphin silks. Um, I, I said she had rock solid form with a group to it on Dover on a third start, and she ran with credit in The Opera. Um, I thought this was a stepping stone for bigger things. and It certainly looked like that. She raced slightly freely, so she'll improve for the run. She just needs to settle down a bit. She's still lightly raced. For sure, she's going to win a Group 1 this season. Um, and I think she's a Philly going places.
0: That, that, that was going to be my comment away from this. You would be absolutely gutted. If you were John Gosden and you didn't win a grade one with this horse this season, I keep saying grade one. It's not the jumps. It's not the jumps. You picked me up on that last week as well. I know. I know. I know. I've, I've started doing it. <laughs> Queen Power's
1: run with credit as well in behind. I won't give up full hope on her. She She's a solid group two animal. Uh, I think there's there'll be group twos to be won with her as well.
0: Uh, Do we want to just go up to Newcastle for a little bit, Jim, and talk about the Cigarro... Because your old mate Neath Road one.
1: Yeah, um, very disappointing from Withold, who we both quite liked for this Prince of Aaron ran well as well. Um, yeah, Neath Road, I was not expecting to stay as strongly as what he did. I was expecting Mildenberger to come flying past him, because um, there was question marks about him staying two miles, wasn't there? Um, he'd he'd gone over a mile and seven in the a Long uh, Longchamp last year and was absolutely thrashed uh, by a technician uh, so that, that, that left question marks um, however he's done this well Johnston seemed to have the key to this race and that's all I've really got to say and that Dante form is working out superbly well
0: yes it is um, if, if you were not listening to us last year Jim came out and said he fought every single horse that ran in the Dante last season was good enough to win has Al,
1: race. Has Almania won yet? Uh, I don't know, mate. We need line to of, up, line of duty. Line of duty. Line of duty.
0: Is not line of duty
1: us? won a group one.
0: He did. Dr. Uh, Genev isn't with us anymore either, is he? Oh. Yeah. It's, just,
1: yeah, it, it, it's not going to happen yet. Yeah.
0: But Naeth to be fair, mate, was a good shout. You, you liked him quite a long time before I did. And he's done as well. Who's his sire?
1: Not a clue.
0: Not Naeth. Really? He's a, he's a Galileo. Like Galileo Gold being a Paco boy. He should oh, be that's back. that's annoying. Should we ring to Ann Robinson and get him watch watchdog? <laughs> Is she still presenting watchdog? I think so, mate. I think so. If she isn't writing, tell us. I don't really care, if I'm honest. Uh, I'll, I'll move on to Hey Doc Jim on Sunday. Our local track, the Brigadier Gerard was a very, very good renewal for a Group Three, and Lord North Jim looked like a Group horse in a handicap for a lot of the back end of last season. Gains his first win at Group level by beating Ella Cam Promise from Telecaster in third.
1: Yeah. Um, I think the front three are very, very likeable. Um, Lord North was given an inch-perfect ride by Rav Avelin, and that's what's won this race. Um, he didn't want to get engaged with LR Cam early on. I don't think him going from the front necessarily suited him either. I think he wants to come off a pace. Uh, he wanted a lead, because he rallied back in the end of LR Cam, and I think with another stride he would have won. Um he's clearly the best horse in this race. It, there was just nothing to take him into it. But Lord North was given a very, very good ride, uh, done it well in the end, uh, quickened up. He, he was just a quicker horse than like. I and mean, and that's what's won the race. And Telecaster's ran an outstanding race for one of our Turf Talk 12 to follow for Francesca. Um, she's ran, uh, he's ran superbly well, sweated up. He was clearly... Off his rocker once again in Parade Ring, he, he wasn't right. Uh, surely, if you want any success out of him, give him the snip, please. Um, he's he's just weakened a bit inside the final furlong, but probably that's pre-race antics has paid for that. But he's run an outstanding race. Um, the race went sort of how we were expecting. I, I was hoping that something would have made the race for him, but there were then four non-runners for a lark, and I was I was very strong on him. Um, slightly disappointed in the end, but I'm sure LR Cam will probably reverse the form next time he faces Lord North at Royal Oscar.
0: Yeah, would, would it both be the Prince of Wales for them both, you assume? Yeah, that
1: would probably be most logical.
0: I, do you know what, mate? I'd, I'd, I'd be happy with all of the first three here.
1: Yeah, so would
0: Some I. I like it from Telecaster. LR Cam is just very, very solid. At this sort of level, and will win Group Twos and Threes this season. Probably just a tad below Group One quality, but he's, you know, he's he's a very very tidy horse, and probably, you know, has has a place at stud. I mean, he's he's beautifully bred, and he's at that sort of level now. But Lord North, mate, is is the progressive type. Could he win Group Ones this season? No. No. But what else is there, mate? You know, at this stage, if you were to look at, you know, the, the overall 10 furlong types, I'd say the the division of middle distance horses looks like the better ones are mostly better suited to 12. You know, your likes of your Japans, your gay Enable. You know, I know Enable won an eclipse last season, but I think it would be fair to say she is primarily better over 12 than she is 10. You know, it, I, I, I wonder whether, you know, again, a horse who might not be in mind at the minute could pick up a race like the Eclipse or the yeah. Champions Stakes. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, you chuck magical into that equation as well.
0: Yeah, good uh, sport
1: um, I, I don't know what they're doing with Deirdre. I think the division's quite hot at the minute. Uh, mile and two, mile and four, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, I don't know. I'd even be interested, and I know this is probably not what many people have in mind, but Barney Roy over a mile and two.
0: Yes. Uh, Fascinating.
1: I've been I've been long a fan of him, uh, into his three year career. He should have won the Guineas. Uh, I'm just gonna say that. Um but stepping him up in trip, the older he older he's got, I'm sure the, the further he'll stay. Um and, and you took Quarto into that equation as well, who we haven't seen since he was a two year old. Um I think the division of one mile two is very very hot at the minute, and I think Lord North might just get found out by some classier horses.
0: Oh yeah, mate. I I I, I don't think he's the. Don't get me wrong, the quality of a usual group one winner. I I just wasn't sure as to whether whether there might be an opportunity for his way that might end up being a little bit easier to pick up a group one over ten furlongs this season. It's interesting that you. Don't feel the same way about me. A whole host of listed races across the weekend, Jim. Any Anything you wanted to mention there? Um, Over the weekend, uh, Liberty Beach at Haydock
1: on Sunday. She's very, very likeable. She ran really well. She was far too keen over six. Um, I think the step down to five will certainly be more up her street. I, I'd love to see her run at Kingstand. There's, there's a handful of horses that have run over what I think are inadequate distances who are absolute speed balls in the last couple of weeks. Um. Safe voyage in Space Blues. I think that form will be very, very strong. Um, apparently, Space Blues might be going for the Diamond Jubilee, which stepped down a fair long way, I'm not entirely sure about. Um, Saturday. What else happened on Saturday? Palace Pier. He he was impressive at Newcastle in the handicap. Um, I thought Hugo Palmers was given a very good ride by Ben Curtis and just kicked away, used his pace, and Palace Pier's Big stride come and caught him on the line. Well, comfortably in the end, if I remember rightly. Um, anything else? Mm, Friday. What happened on Friday? The mighty Gurkha. He was impressive, but you know, I'm not sure what he beat, a two-year-old.
0: Also not my
1: um, Gurkha. Yeah, that, that's once again infuriating. Uh, well, um thinking off the top of my head. I think we've sort of covered everything, really.
0: Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd give a mention to the horse. I, I put in the lucky 15 at the end. King Leonidas, who made it two out of two in the novice stakes uh, at Newmarket on Sunday. Like this horse. Really like this horse. Think he's group quality. And I, I'd be hoping he, he'll pick a good race up later on this season. Dashing Willoughby won the Buckhounds. Disappointing, really, from Communique. Uh he is how he is, isn't he? Millaby is useful at this level. Same with Manuela de Vega, who's, who I can see improving from three to four, to be honest, mate. She'll probably win better races this season, winning the uh, pinnacle stakes.
1: Yeah, I, I was disappointed with Fanny Logan in that. I was quite hot on her. Um, however, given a very enterprising ride by Rob Arnby, rode prominently and quick from the gates and, and stole the race, really. Um, I agree with you. I do think she'll improve this season. Um and uh, she'll be interested in higher company in the next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, I like the other De Vega filly as well, Feliciana De Vega. Yeah,
1: she's,
0: she's likable. Really big fan of her. I hope to see her out soon. Uh, Cormorants won the Derringstown today in Ireland. Uh, Aidan O'Brien's what, third string, second string. Padre Beggy from the front. What a surprise there. He'll probably line up in the derby. Like we mentioned, skeptical, bolted up. Uh, in the Woodland Stakes. Jim, anything over in Ireland that caught your eye on the first two days back of racing? Um, One today uh,
1: in the Khalid Abdullah Silks. Uh, in Stop. in the... I can't remember what it were. Was it the 3 o'clock? No. Was it the 3.30? Oh, I can't remember. Um,
0: Name of the horse, pal.
1: I can't remember. It was in the Caliab dollar silks. Uh, Peace Charter. Peace Charter. Peace Charter. Charter. Right. I said, yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, I was impressed with never really got the run of the race and, and finished strongly in the end. And Tiger Moth won the second race at Leopardstown impressively, I thought, today. Um, I, think, um, I think he'll certainly improve for that run.
0: Can I just throw this out at you as well? I've I've not I've, I didn't actually discuss this with you before we were uh, before we recorded. So feel free to tell me to go fuck myself if you don't want. If I'm throwing you a bit of a left field question here, any two year olds we've seen out we've had over a week of them now. Are there any two year olds that you'd be looking and thinking that will go close at Royal Ascot?
1: Um, more beautiful that one yesterday Paul yes um, that was very very impressive I, I think the second horse isn't too bad as well they related to Brian the snail um, there's a two year old that's just won now I've just watched the race as we're speaking um, at Chelmsford um, I never didn't really it was only a little three runner race and I know people will probably not be paying attention uh, but concessions of, of Richard Hannon. I think this could be a nice little race Uh, Unfancied against the Mark Johnston one, and and has beat the field well in the end under hands and heels of Ryan Moore. That's that's probably the most impressive I've been of a two-year-old in England so far, and that were in a three-runner race.
0: (laughs) The two I'd pick out would be Creative Force, a winner for Godolphin midweek at Newmarket on Thursday, and a bit of a left-field one would be Thunder of Niagara.
1: I yes yes
0: who who wasn't particularly well fancied in the market at newcastle one fit one at 15 to two for mark johnston but that horse just knew his job really really well and did it really tidily. at every stage of the race he did the right thing i'm not sure whether it was the strongest of a of maidens we've seen so far but i was taken by that performance thunder of niagara
1: yeah i agree um you said that he not well found in the market, and he wasn't. Um, but, yeah, I was impressed with that performance. What what do you think they'll go for at Ascot?
0: Oh, I don't know, mate. This It's not something I'm going to speculate about yet, you know, in terms of – it's just something I'm not going to speculate about. There, there are so many two-year-old racers that I'd rather see who's entered in who before I started pointing – Pointing people in directions. With with a horse like Thunder of Niagara, you'd be thinking Coventry or Chesham. Yeah. But is he allowed to run in the Chesham? I don't know enough about his dam. Yeah. I don't know, mate. It's
1: complicated,
0: isn't it? I I wouldn't speculate this early.
1: Yeah, fair deuce.
0: We'll be back, Jim. Shall we record tomorrow? Yeah, I can do that. We'll record tomorrow, previewing this weekend's action with the calendar being as strange as it is i don't ever know off the top of my head what we've got this weekend the irish guineas
1: the irish guineas on friday um um what else is and then it's royal ascot next week we'll have to do a ascot on a sunday you've got turf talks coming from every direction this week
0: Um, oh yeah it's gonna be insane we're gonna be busy boys pal
1: yeah, we, we, and then on Saturday you've got the we've got the scurry stakes and we've got the di, uh, diamond stakes. Uh, is there out on Sunday? Uh, there's a listed race, two listed races. Yeah, three listed, four, five listed, six listed races on Sunday. <laughs> Loads of action to look forward to.
0: Brilliant! I love having good racing on a Sunday. Doesn't happen enough in Britain.
1: Yeah, I agree. Because I'm normally working all weekend, I normally don't enjoy it as much. But seeing listed races in Group Threes on Sunday, it gives me something. Gives me something to watch. It makes me excited and stops me messing around with my plants.
0: I'll let you get back to your plants then. Thanks a lot to everyone who's listened and supported us over this over this weekend. Hope you've enjoyed listening to Turf Talk. We'll be back with a preview episode tomorrow, hopefully, and. Follow us on Twitter at Turf Talk Pod. Go and sign up to at rate in the race as well. They've had a really, really good start to the season as well, as you'd expect with the service they provide. And we'll see you all again soon. See you later. Stay safe.